It is another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, we are in February. We are in February. Happy Valentine's. Yeah. I mean, you don't no. celebrate Valentine's, do you? Uh, or do you? I mean, what do you consider celebration? Like, like you all don't... Re- do you all do it big? I feel like there was no, one holiday that you all don't do big. I can't no, remember what No, um, uh, No, we don't... I wouldn't say we do it President's big. President's Day. Yeah. You're a big President's Day. big, big President's Day guy. Yeah, I understand uh, that. That's what I was... I mean, my nickname in high school is, hey, there's President's Day guy. <laughs> And that and Arbor Day. I mean, yeah. that and Arbor Day are yeah. the, the real big ones. Uh, no, we the kids will make cards. They'll okay. make cards, and uh, I'll probably I'm probably buy a card for Aaron maybe yeah. well, that's big uh, the of day you. of, yeah, that's big uh, of at the Ingles across the road, and um, <laughs> and then she may or may not nothing, buy me one. So. Nothing screams romance like the Ingles across the road. Yeah, what you find on the day of. <laughs> Is a lot of a lot of dudes are in that aisle. Yeah, you know, and yeah. then and then as they're walking out, they got that Ingles Rose. Yeah, <laughs> it's just right there at the register uh-huh. as you go out. I like that. Uh, and so yeah, yeah the, and, and what about the ones like that. that are like the the like tiny little rose? Yeah, that's cheap. in the little plastic thing. It's about. like tiny, yeah. you know. Yeah. Let's not do that. Let's commit to better. We've got we've know. got like uh, you know half a month. Well, not really. We got a couple of weeks. Yeah. Let Let's commit to a little bit better. Yeah. It's going to be. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. It's crazy. You know, I was. You're not on Facebook anymore, but Facebook will when you were on there. You remember Facebook will like remind you, hey, you posted this. Yes. Two years yes. ago, five years ago, ten years ago. On this day. On this day, this is what you posted. And this weekend, I got a reminder, okay? So I was just like, oh, go, because what I do is I'll go through and I'm like, oh, look at that picture of the kids or, you know, whatever. Sure. Uh, And this one was from January of 2020. Okay. Okay. So January 2020, I posted this. I don't typically get bent out of shape about outbreaks or pandemics, but... China has just closed all of their schools indefinitely for the coronavirus. Maybe we should be concerned. Really? I posted that January 2020. Interesting. And here we are, February 2022, and guess what? We're still talking about it. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? Wow. So what, so what I think you've said on air here today is the entire pandemic is your fault. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is yeah. the case. If I'm if I heard you correctly, yeah, it's I just, your fault. I just thought it was uh I posted a lot since then <laughs> <laughs> that I've deleted. But yeah. uh but I thought it was interesting that cuz I do remember sitting down. I remember seeing the article because I've I've seen where places are like, "Hey, we're going to close schools for 3 days." Right. That was the first time I'd ever seen a place say, "We're closing schools indefinitely." Yeah. Because of X Y or Z. And thinking, eh, maybe we should be somewhat concerned yeah. about that. That's interesting. You know, a, a piece of my, well, let me rephrase it. The, the heavy, heavy, heavy majority in, in my reasoning for getting off of Facebook and social media was simply the lack of, I mean, you know, just the lack of focus that right, came right. along with sure. me at times. And, and I just didn't want to be distracted. Yep. And, and honestly, at times, I think there's always a unique dynamic because people, especially in the ministry, people think, if they post something that ex- that expresses a need or communicates as a crisis, right? And, and and in theory, I'm following them, or we're Facebook Facebook yeah, yeah. friends or something. That somehow now I have an awareness, you know, that that I have this kind of 
culpability or responsibility yeah. to, well, how come you didn't reach out? I posted it or whatever it may be. And I was just like, I, I'm just on on occasion, you know. And, and so there was that piece of it. But there was also a piece of it that I thought, I may just be too lazy to go back and delete all the things That's that I'm true. not proud of in my That's past. True. Especially with Facebook. Because, and it wasn't like a tons of a political opinions yeah. and all that other stuff. For me, it was more like... Why did I think anyone cared yeah. about this this you know little thing that I did today, or why did someone need to know about this, or why am I expressing this about this topic? I just kind of thought I'm too lazy to go back and yeah. That's why I deleted clear. Twitter because there was a lot. <laughs> there was a, I was like, okay, I can either go and individually delete thousands of tweets, Let's just get rid of it, or I can just delete all of them at one one yeah. swoop. You know, it's interesting. I, I've that's activa- why you have your new account. I have activated Jason. It. Yeah, that's right, Jason R. Hayes. <laughs> I have I have activated a new Twitter, uh, and mainly just to kind of follow certain people so I can get some news. But it's interesting. Every now and then it'll post a notification from years ago, uh, and it's where <laughs> uh, you remember Brando, the 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 sports guy. Yeah, Tim Brando. Yeah, Tim Brando. He apparently had said something, this was years ago, about, uh, I think it was about, it was either about Dooley or Butch Jones coming to the coach at UT, and of course, you know, because my opinion matters, I went after him, and, and, and then he came back after me of like, you clearly don't know X, Y, or Z, and... And every now and then, I guess somebody liked what I had to say and then wanted to defend yeah, it, me. Uh, kept it alive and a so, little bit. And so I'll, I'll pull that up, and I'll like, what was I doing? Why, why am I interacting? First off, why is he interacting with me? Yeah, exactly. And why am I interacting with so him? What, so what we can hear is that you have been bullying uh, sports <laughs> commentators, <laughs> and right. you're responsible for the pandemic. That's right. It's good. It's a that's good start to the show That's for you. where we're at today. It's a really, really good start to the show yeah, for so you so let me see if I can... Yeah, so this was in this was I just pulled it up December seventh, two thousand twelve. Oh my word! <laughs> Tim Brando said Tennessee fans bemoaning the hire of Butch Jones prove again how much fans really don't know and think they know a lot. He is a great hire. And then apparently I said because again I deleted my account so I yeah. can't see my tweet, but apparently I said something about I respect your work but you're wrong. Yeah, and your observations are wrong. So he wrote me back. Glad you respect my work, but I won't stop making observations based on what I see in here. Our cultural issues show up here. I don't know what he means by that. And then somebody came to my defense. But uh, but yeah, all don't that you to say talk to me about cultural issues. All that. Yeah. Don't you talk to me about division and anger? Yeah. Well, you're wrong. You. You're wrong. You don't live here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so. ten years. That's ten years ago. 2012, Listen, man. God sanctifies us. Praise the Lord. He, he works stuff in our hearts and 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 matures us. And, uh, you know, we're just hopeful that in 10 years from now, <laughs> we don't look back with as many regrets as maybe we do today. And let's hope, let's hope 10 years from now we haven't gone through three coaches. I would love, the football program. I would love, love, love that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, is, it is crazy to think that 10 years ago was 2012. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, it, it is pretty wild you you and i were talking just even off air about um you know about different like sports celebrities we were talking about of course the tom brady issue and yeah. retirement or lack retired, of, and all that other stuff and we were just talking about all these guys that have retired 
um, you know, that there were kind of legends uh, in, in our adulthood, not in our youth. But then we were talking about all of these legends in our youth. They all have kids that are now quickly you yeah. know, coming towards the NFL or coming towards the NBA or major leagues, you know, whatever it may be. That's pretty wild. It is. It know? is. Because when I look at, like, LeBron James, he's got a son that's a pretty big prospect and UT's on his list. When I, I don't think LeBron James has a kid that's about to go to college. Yeah. But LeBron got started early, yeah. family-wise. He, right. he, be, he went to the NBA straight out of high school. He's been one of the best players, uh, certainly if not the best player of the last yeah. 20 years. Well, Tom Brady has, like, I think a 14- or 15-year-old. Yeah. And, yeah, and, you know, even you have Archie Manning's son that's very yeah. highly. Now, he's, Archie didn't play, but... right. Uh, no, you you have Cooper. Cooper's son. son. Sorry, Archie's yeah, the Archie, grandfather. Archie had some great sons. <laughs> yeah, he that, did. that did play. Cooper, who was well. supposedly the best athlete yeah, of the got ball, injured. got injured, and now his son. Now Arch. here's the thing. Okay, now, now I, I don't know Cooper. I'm yep. sure he's great, but if if one of my brothers, let, let's say out of all three of us, we all went pro, we all did really well, okay. we all were really athletic. Okay, but one of us got injured. And couldn't make it. Wouldn't it be the nice thing to say that he, he was, was the, the most athletic? Well, even though there's no way of proving that. That's true. I think the difference, though, the only difference was in terms of athleticism. He actually played receiver. Yeah, and and, and I will. Traditionally, a receiver. That's true. As far as just pure mobility and not 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 always, you know, but at times you might think a pocket quarterback right versus. Uh, you got an NFL-style quarterback versus a wide receiver that is, you know, headed to Ole Miss to play. You might think one is more athletic than the and other. And there's a so good chance, knows? there's no doubt he probably had a faster 40 time. Yes. I mean, I don't yes. think there's any. I think and even his son, his son, his son, yeah. Time than Peyton, his yeah. son is more of a uh, running quarterback, like can yeah. do a little bit of both. Yeah, so he's, it's like, be he's got a little dual threat. Yeah, yeah, he's supposed to be fantastic. I mean, he's. He's like already the number one prospect, you know, in his in his class. Yeah, so. and so it's really interesting to see like Shaquille O'Neal's son and, yep. and so uh, Dwayne Wade's son. What we're saying is that we're not as young as we thought or think we would like to right. think we are. So, so here's the thing: one day maybe they'll be talking and they'll say, "Man, you know, Jason and Andrew's son about to be on the radio." <laughs> you know, is uh, is that? Yeah. Do they have what it takes to follow I mean, follow the footsteps be, and fill the shoes of their dads? Is it possible to be another It'll be a very similar conversation uh, between Sundays. <laughs> is that possible It'll be a for very another similar, generation? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it would probably if if we were going to go, we'll have a personal moment here. If we were going to try to create the most entertaining most entertaining uh radio show. Yeah. Between one of our sibling, I mean, one of our children. Right. But it has to be right now. Oh. So you're going to put any child on the air. Yep. And I'm going to put any child on the air. Let's say we'll give them another year or so. Okay. What What, what are we thinking and why? Doesn't mean that they're favorites or anything no, of that no. sort. Doesn't mean that the others don't have great giftings and things that you know things. Uh, I will say, I, I would say, if we only have a year, I would say Gavin because okay. he's a little bit older. Okay. But if we have to look across, you know, over five to Do ten we years, like Charlie. I would say Charlie probably has the uh, Charlie or Evelyn really, as far as sense of humor. Oh, nice. And 
and and just kind of comes out of nowhere with and you're like wow that is very that's a very smart take and and funny yeah. at the same time um and so i would say yeah either of those nice so what you're about to see here is great um you know great radio personality here showing mm-hmm. combined with just completely taking the easy road yeah and so I would say if it was something that was more like academic in nature, if it was a little bit more technical, I would go Hayden. If it was just you just want, um, you know, like silliness, yeah. I would go Henley. If you want a little bit of bite and some mm. snark and some sarcasm, we're going to go with Hyatt. Yeah. That's so good. I'm probably going with Hyatt because – you know, yeah, we at are. Times, we have, we have a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would say too, if we if we changed, if for some reason we were shifting the show to focus on country music knowledge. Oh, then it's Gavin, right? No, it would be Summer. Oh, no okay. It would be okay. Summer Page. She is a That's wealth right. of knowledge when it that. comes to country music, and uh, I mean, all the kids have like enjoy that, but but Summer really picks up uh, on things. The other day, she said. Daddy, tell Alexa to play something, and don't tell her to play that 90s stuff. And I was like, well, that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> so we played uh, Travis Tritt, Here's a Quarter. Oh. Which yeah. then I had to explain to them, used to, we put a quarter in a yeah. pay phone, yeah. and then you would make a phone call. Nobody really does that anymore. But uh, So clearly, I'm uh, as everyone already knows, I don't know country music. You don't know that song? And so I think I've probably heard the yeah. title of things. But I thought the quarter was going into the jukebox. Now there's what I there's thought. definitely those as well. Yeah, and I thought uh, maybe you'd be like dancing. Now what what Travis know? Tritt says is here's a quarter called someone who cares. Oh, yeah, okay, it's maybe a very I've heard much that. like uh, the the his lady friend left him. Yeah, and she's saying this or that, and he's saying you know what here's a quarter called someone who cares because I don't. Nice, uh, and it also. Uh, it's not something we could. Re- I mean, we could play a snippet. But we can't play we the whole need, thing. We don't here. need to use it as for any yeah. edification. Today, no, no, no. Uh, but I will say, Travis Tritt, very talented, very, very talented. Big fan. Isn't that a great transition to the next segment? Yeah. Talent, talent, <laughs> just talent, talent. That's what you. When you hear this show, the first thing that comes to mind, talent, talent. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's the quarter. We're going to jump into (laughs) some Supreme Court discussion when we come back. So you said off the air, Jason, that that since the passing of Meatloaf, you've been adding, uh, you've been eating Meatloaf every night and been listening to Meatloaf exclusively? Yeah, and the thing is, I actually did a, like, a Meatloaf channel, uh, which is like, you know, like, basically, if you, like, tell Alexa, hey, play Meatloaf, it just plays different Meatloaf songs. Right. There's some stuff that's super weird, uh, but, man, and, like, really weird, honestly, but, like, that dude had an amazing voice. Like, he really did. Oh, yeah. And also, I just love Meatloaf. No, I don't. I do no, not right. like Meatloaf. I don't either. Do you like Meatloaf? No. No. I um I it's hard for me to understand why I don't like meatloaf because I like a hamburger. Yep. And ketchup. And I like ketchup. Yep. And I like onions. Mm. Uh I mean like cooked yeah. onions. Yes. Yeah. Um like I would eat a burger with some onions on okay. it, you know, like so I don't really know why <laughs> To I me it's don't the texture it. of it. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. It's never been when my mom would make meatloaf growing up, she would make me a hamburger. Yeah. Everybody else would eat meatloaf. My brother loves it. Yep. It just I think there's also something about the, 
like when you really see like the full blown like ketchup like glaze on yeah. it. Yeah. Like I like ketchup on I a burger. Yep. But I don't want that much ketchup on it. Yeah. Like I just want it to like like kind of taste my. Mm-hmm. I want it to be like spread it, evenly. Over I don't the know bun. the history of meatloaf. Yeah. But was it a Norwegian dish? I don't know. Did, <laughs> sorry, I have no idea. did it come to uh, to play during like the Depression? I just feel like the the fact that ketchup is the top glaze. That seems very much like a, a a mom getting creative to go, look, we don't have much in the cabinet. We're going to get some meat. We're going to put it together. We're going to rub ketchup on it, on top of it, warm it up, and you're going to eat it. I just feel like it's very much a... <laughs> and you will eat it. Yeah, I feel like it's very much a, hey, we don't have much, uh, and so we're going to make do with what we have. Interesting. Uh, but I don't know if that's the case. So it, it turns out the idea of mixing meat with a tenderizer filler... Traces back to the 4th or 5th century A.D. Oh, wow. <clears throat> when the Roman cookbook Apicius presented a <laughs> recipe for patties huh. made of meat. Bread. So I guess it does. A it's lot of meatloaf has, it have have a, a lot. has a has uh, th- It does have like breadcrumbs. Yeah, and stuff in it. I guess. Meat, bread, and wine. Oh. <laughs> that wasn't, now, what, from that the wasn't late, what Mama did. Okay, so here's a history of meatloaf. Uh Medieval meatloaf, or really to breakfast meatloaf in the 1870s. Breakfast meatloaf, that sounds yeah. terrible. Yeah, I don't, I'm not loving the idea. Then you're not getting meatloaf. this anywhere else. No. Where, I can promise you. From the eight, late 1800s, a meatloaf-esque recipe for ground veal with breadcrumbs and eggs appeared in the Boston, Cook, Boston Cooking School cookbook. Hmm. But the profile of meatloaf rose to a whole new level in the 1890s with the spread of industrial-scale Meat packing, which created scraps aplenty. There you go. Hmm. Scraps aplenty. That's what, <laughs> if that doesn't get your belly growling, I don't know what does. What are we having tonight? Scraps aplenty. Uh, by the meat, then we had, so, 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 in the 1940s, meatloaf was an emblem of wartime. Ah, ah! Wartime ingenuity. We don't have much. This is the era of penny prudence. Come on. Vitality loaf. I knew it. Made knew with it. beef. Pork and liver. I knew it. I there mean, was a look, lot of mamas just going, look, kids, we're gonna, I'm doing the best I look can. Look what we have done today. Yep. We have single-handedly put our finger on history. Yep. I just had a feeling. Wow. I had a feeling. Just like good. I had a feeling back in January 2020. Yeah. That we might, be, yeah, we might need to be concerned. Let's not go back to so that. So we, as we think, <laughs> as we, you, you mentioned the Supreme Court, and, of course, you mean Justice Breyer has announced his retirement. Right. Uh, which look no surprise i mean yeah. i think i think what the what folks saw you know a lot of people encouraged ginsburg to retire during obama's uh tenure right. because you want to you know if you're if you, if you're replacing ginsburg if you're a democrat a liberal you're wanting her to be replaced with a liberal justice yeah. and by a liberal democrat president she hang she hung on and then she passed away and so donald trump was able to to uh, appoint her replacement, and he appointed three replacements. And so now with Breyer, I think that the conversation was, hey, we don't know what 2024 is going to hold. Now, they would say these conversations don't happen, but right. come on, give me a break. They, they absolutely happen. Right. And so Breyer is saying, okay, I'll, I'll step aside here. The, uh, the Senate, currently the Senate is uh, in Democrats' control. And so they'll get uh, uh, an appointment done before the midterms, which they don't think the midterms are going to go in their favor, so they want to do this. Uh, but, but the interesting thing to me is I've seen, 
even David Axelrod, who was like Obama's you know, number one guy, he posted the other day, he said, Breyer was confirmed 87 to 9. Ginsburg was confirmed 96 to 3. Scalia was confirmed 98 to 0. Now, regardless of the character and qualifications of uh, the nominee, we're looking at a near-party line vote, already baked. Sad reflection on the nature of our times. Yeah. Okay, when you read that without context and without understanding all the appointees, you're like, oh, that is a sad state of affairs. But here's what he left out, and, and I think it's important that we note this. Justice Thomas was confirmed, who's an African-American male, uh, and was put through the ringer when it went, came to confirmation. Joe Biden, as a senator at that time, was one of the ones that put him through the ringer. Thomas was confirmed 52 to 48. Ginsburg, 96 to 3. Breyer, 87 to 9. Roberts, 78 to 22. Alito, 58 to 42, so closer. Sotomayor, 68 to 31. Kagan, 63 to 37. Uh, Garland, of course, you know there was no vote. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gorsuch, 54 to 45. Kavanaugh, 50 to 48. Amy Coney Barrett, 52 to 48. So Axelrod acting as if it's only Republicans and conservatives that make this a party line vote is just omitting, omitting history. Right. Because, look, both parties are going to do this. Both parties are going to play shenanigans. Both parties are going to act as if this justice is the worst thing we've ever seen and the worst jurist we've ever seen. That's just what they're going to do. And somehow they've managed to get to the spot they have with no intelligence and no <laughs> yeah. honor. Yeah, and no respect for the Constitution. Right. You know, uh, it is, it is. Uh, you know, undoubtedly there are politics involved. You know, I, I don't want to get too deep into. You know, uh, President Biden has has proposed that you know that he he is going to seat uh, an African American uh, or female, uh, and and you know, listen, uh, are there plenty of qualified? Um, black, uh, uh, you know, female judges that could sit on the Supreme Court, absolutely. I, I feel confident there are. I think more so, it's just the idea that that maybe, and again, I, I do understand that the history of it, the, uh, the, the, the ref, what it reflects, and, and, you know, the progress that's seen with it. What, what you don't ever want, though, is to be seating a certain person to be gaining a certain vote or to popularity. Right. But let's face it, that does happen across the board. In fact, it is a huge piece of, of many people's kind of platform. When, when they're running for yeah. an office, they, you know, that they talk about, listen, we, we need this person. I mean, how many times can you remember talking about Trump and people saying it's not about Trump it's about the Supreme Court. Yep. And listen, so, so I get it. My, my question for you today would be this. Um, if, if indeed, you know, kind of history follows itself and you have um, a, a, a more liberal, um, you know, Supreme Court justice. Is it justice? Is it justice. justice? Yeah, they would yep. go, they would go um, into the Supreme Court. You know, what does that do in terms of the balance of all things right now. Yeah, I mean, right now, this would just replace one liberal with another. And yeah. so the balance doesn't change. Uh, and, and, and so that's why there, there's, you know, my dad, uh, the conservatives, like, are really been out of shape. And I'm going, look, this is, we're just going to replace one with the other. So Breyer is not a conservative. 
uh, and his replacement won't be. And when I say conservative, of course, they're supposed to be non-political. That's more of a you have an originalist that that would say, hey, the Constitution is not a living, breathing document. It is what it is, and, right. and we interpret what it is. And then you would have uh, folks that say it's a living, breathing document that we can kind of. That's how we got Roe v. Wade. That's how we changed marriage. That's how we changed a number of things. Is they kind of make it work for for today's time. Right. And and so. So yeah, I mean, I, I, it's not going to change the the uh, huge dynamic of what we see in the courts. Uh, unfortunately, the courts have become more and more political. Even just the other day, you saw a story about masking and no masking, yeah. and and the two judges, one conservative, one liberal, had to come out with a joint statement saying that report's not true. And and so it's just a we've politicized it so much; it's hard to get chances some things out. Chances that either one of us get a phone call. Uh. Not swim to none. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. We hope you come back and we'll keep talking about this issue in just a moment. And you say you'd be happy if you could just come back home. Well, here's a quarter. That's called someone who can. Travis Tritt, here's a quarter. You know, I don't even know if there's a payphone around anywhere, (laughs) but. uh, And the, the funny thing, it's interesting. My kids hear that and they're like, what's a payphone? When when I was listening to that, I was about five years later. I was like, well, actually, it's thirty five cents to make a phone call yeah, now. It's yeah. not twenty five anymore. So, uh, but good stuff. You Travis Tripp. Do you think your kids could figure out a payphone? What about a know. what about a rotary? Phone? I don't know. Now I will say, my grandma had one, and uh, my brother now lives in her house, and the phone's still on the wall. And so, nice. yeah, for those kids, it was like, what is this? And what how do you dial? And you couldn't dial fast. You couldn't dial out of anger because you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what if my kids somewhere along the way? I guess they had heard about it or read about it or something, and they came home and asked about a rotisserie phone. <laughs> a rotisserie, that'd and be I was good. Like, Sounds delicious. Yeah, we should create that. <laughs> hey, so last segment we were talking about Supreme Court, and then I don't know if folks know this. But you don't have to be an attorney or a judge. Like literally, the president can appoint anybody. Now, now the Senate would have to approve. Uh, but but we were talking. Wouldn't it be amazing? What a great movie! It would be a great comedy. I mean, it'd be a great reality. Yeah, uh, I don't know. If it, would. Would. it would be reality. great for a little. It bit. would be a great comedy. It would movie. be an amazing comedy where the president did a raffle or. Uh, <laughs> Or and, and made a big deal about it, yeah. and then just randomly picked somebody to be the next Supreme Court what, justice. Like, like, what would you if you were if you were the you know film writer here? Yep. Uh, you're writing the script. Yep. What what would you what occupation would they have had previously? I would say they're currently unemployed. Okay. And okay. and this is a way to help in uh, in employment. And I would. I don't know why, but I I think Kevin James is the guy. That's exactly. Why is why is he so great? I mean, he would be that, so good. He would be great. So he was a you know he had a decent job, uh, but normal job like yeah. a UPS or kind of like King of Queens. I, you know, he's a delivery I think, driver. I think we basically. <laughs> I think what we're saying is we would like Doug Heffernan yeah. from King yeah. of Queens, or maybe a he could be a mechanic or just a normal. I got like what about like a, like a like a manager at Applebee's well, and something like that. And and we could say that him and his uh, his girlfriend, because I don't want to involve the wife, but his girlfriend had been on the 
uh, on the rocks because he lost his job and he's just been unmotivated and, and he's not really into it. He's been playing video and now games. Now he's become this man of honor. And now and all of a sudden, he's embracing the all role. of a sudden he won. It's like winning the lottery. He won. He's the one that's going to be appointed. And and now and the role transforms. Yeah. And and the comedy of it all is he doesn't even know how many people are on the Supreme Court. He literally has no care about politics. Uh, but by the end, him and his girl are back together. He's getting the hang of it. Uh, he's even changed where they're not wearing black robes. They're just wearing normal clothes. Really? Would that be and, cool? And at the very end, we find out that he has a 17-year-old son. That is also going to become a Supreme Court. And they're going to be, for the first time ever, <laughs> father, son, oh, Supreme man. Court justice. We have, I mean, somebody, somebody copyright this immediately. That would be a great movie. Man, I mean, no, in all sincerity, you know, we, we don't need to break this down too much. As you said, it doesn't appear as if there's going to be a major shift, uh, at least with this particular, um, you know, appointment. I, I, I do think what we probably should just take away is that, you know, friends, these, these are people. Yeah. And we we need to be praying for these people that have been entrusted with really complex, difficult situations. And, and we don't need to try to demonize all of them because they may or may not have a certain leaning the same direction we do. But just to recognize that, that people um, have trusted them to make really hard, important decisions and they're, they're decisions that are not always as black and white as we like to make them, you know. Yeah. And there are dynamics that are involved. And, and, and ultimately, even just interpreting uh, a, a multi-hundred-year document at times, like trying to really understand if you're even the most pure, uh, the purest of pure constitutionalists, still trying to get to the heart of what that is and trying to get exactly where that meant and what that was intended for, like, that's not always easy. Yeah. And so I think my encouragement would be, let's pray for our leaders. We continue to need to pray for our president. We need to pray for people on both sides of the party. And if you really, truly do believe that, you know, someone is leading our nation in ways that are diabolically different than the things of God, and I do believe that happens yeah. in cases, then let's pray for their salvation. Let, let's pray that God does something to to either unseat them or let's pray for the next iteration of a great leader. I mean, let's pray for these things rather than just kind of kicking our feet back and, and just kind of just saying, well, it is what it is, and we'll complain or we'll politicize or we'll objectify or whatever it may be. Let's pray. And, and for a lot of us, too, it's, it's understanding that, that as, as Christians, our hope cannot be in those things. And we, that doesn't mean we, we're not engaged and, and involved in the process. But I think for many of us, uh, especially in today's time with social media and the access to all the information and the news, and, and we're used to, if we had an opinion, we either kept it to ourselves, we share it with our spouse, we share it with a buddy. Uh, now it's like, no, I'm going to share it with everybody. Yeah. And so then random people you don't even know you're arguing with, and it's, it's ruined, like, like, I randomly like, send something to Tim Brando, like Tim Brando, and Tim Brando is coming back at me. Like that shouldn't have that shouldn't ruin your day. Yeah. And and so, but but we get so caught up in this of like, no, this has to be done or this should be done or, uh, and and, and we're we're on a slippery slope to authoritarianism. Like, okay, like 
maybe, but also maybe not. And, right. and, and so what are we doing in our community? How are we loving the people around us? How are we engaging with the people around us? How are we being there for folks? And, uh, and I think that's where we get to a place of we pray for those leaders and understand that we, we also have a mission and a task in our own community, in our own home, in our own church. And, and how are we uh, interacting? And so even, even this weekend, every Sunday, we go to Dunkin' Donuts before church. And, and typically... It's interesting that, that I, I can't remember a time that you've brought brought a donut yeah thing. yeah no it's again it's just for you again all. we're very selfish Sammy. <laughs> and so and so but i don't but, need a lot i do not need any more donuts but we <laughs> were we were going to duncan and evelyn was counting the churches between oh, our house and duncan and i think she came up with like seven or eight. Oh, and, sure and it you know and you live one eighth of a mile from Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I mean, we don't, don't live far. Don't and live so, far, and right. so it's a and and all that to say, there's a lot of people doing a lot of things and, and working to to see their community better and, and all those things. But but we have to at some point if if we have all these buildings and, and we have churches that are meeting within those buildings, and which means we should have gospel people within those buildings. What are these gospel people doing to transform our community? Right. And my hope is that that just like the influence that Shoreline may have in its community, this other church may have in its community, Absolutely. Hardin Valley, or this one in Carnes, or this right. one in Powell, or, or wherever, this one on Western Avenue, or the five that are on Western Avenue. Yeah. Like, what are we doing to to make sure that our community is loved well and, and served well? And, and while doing that, we absolutely pray for our leaders. We pray for what the midterms are going to look like. We pray for uh, Supreme Court decisions that are some pretty big, heavy ones coming up. And so how are we doing that? And then to think, whoever is taking that spot, taking Breyer's spot, like this is a, a big task. You went from pretty much no one knowing who you are to everybody knowing you. Correct. And that's a big shift for a family. It's a big shift for... Uh, for anyone. And, and two, you throw on top of that the pressure. Like if I were the president and I had in my mind I'm going to appoint, appoint an African-American female, right? I wouldn't have said it. Yeah. Because now you've got added pressure there. You're going to have some people that are hateful and, and ignorant going, she's only there because of X. Right. And then you're going to have some people that are going, well, they didn't actually look at all the applicants or look at all the right people. Instead, just... Just say, I'm going to appoint the best, and, and you can have in your mind who that yeah, is. Sure. And, and, and think about the pressure on that person. Yeah, totally. Not wanting to be political and going, I may be the first, I will be the first African-American female on the, uh, on the bench, and, and now I'm going to have people that assume I'm here only because of that. Right. Yeah, that's and that's tough. going to be heavy. I mean, yeah, it's going to be sure. very, very difficult. Yeah, and these people have, uh, you know, so many of them have families, and I mean, I, I think about... Uh, Amy uh, Coney Barrett, Coney Barrett. Yeah. you know, what I mean, like you're talking about, she's she's got a full family, seven kids, yeah, and you know, and it's just a lot, and so I think we definitely need to be praying. You know, we also need to talk today about something that I promised last week, and I feel like the discussion can be pretty short because of our knowledge on the matter. The Winter Olympics, yes. Do you plan on watching anyone? I haven't Olympics? watched it. Not, it not starts February. It start, it's, it's not even started oh, okay. yet. Okay, well, then good. Starts, yeah. I think it starts Friday. Okay. February 4th? Yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's Friday. Uh, it starts. 
Do you foresee yourself watching any? I think the kids, summer last night was even like, oh, figure skating. I think they would enjoy that. Uh, I think the snowboarding will be cool. Yeah. Because, you know, X Games, that used to be the X Sean Games. White thing. Sean White. Again. Sean White's incredible. He's in again. I mean, that dude is is incredible. Yeah, he's, he's a like redhead. the Tom Brady of Yeah, uh, He's of been doing it for a long time. Yeah. No and kidding. he can also skateboard. Yeah, he's won really X can. Games, gold medals, and skateboarding. And so, which seems like very similar things. I will things, say what is interesting, and, and you know, listen, I, 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 uh, it is very interesting the world dynamic that is happening in terms of, you know, the Olympics used to be, in theory, something that would unify us. Now, you've, uh, we've had boycotts, uh, right. you know, that, that, has, that has happened historically, but the Olympics used to be something that unifies us. And then you put it in a country like yeah. China. Yeah. And man, uh, you've got athletes and sponsors, and you've got politics, and man, it is uh, it is a hot mess. Well, you add on top of that, it was supposed to happen, what, 2020? I don't remember. It wasn't supposed to happen remember. in 2022. I don't know. Well, and so now it's been shifted to to this year, right? I don't know. I think that was, no. Was that I think, the Summer I think Olympics? the summer got pushed back a year. Okay. And I think the winter is on schedule. Clearly we... We know more about meatloaf than we do about yeah. the Olympics. Well, yes, but here's what we do know. Cool Runnings, part two, Maybe. Jamaican Bob Sled has qualified. Yeah. We will be back in just a moment. I don't know who, who's that. I know that song. That's okay. There's been, there's been a number of people that have sung that, right? Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah, but that's good. It feels to me like that should have been a part of like the the Ghostbusters soundtrack. Probably yeah. not. You know what? We could add that to our Supreme Court movie soundtrack. Oh! What are we going to call that? Doug Heffernan goes to D.C.? <laughs> <laughs> Mall Cop does the Supreme Court. We could, I mean, we could keep going. I don't know. Man, I love King of Queens. He's so good. Yeah, I, I think I do. I really did. I, I think I told you. I watched. Yeah. I watched Here Comes the Boom. Yeah. Doug, uh, yeah. I about to call him Doug Heffernan. Yeah. Kevin James. He's so good. Man, like, that dude is just so goofy, but, man, he's funny. And there's a new movie. I, bl- I don't know if it's on Netflix. It's on one of the streaming apps where he plays Sean Payton. The, yeah, and and is he's reconnecting is that with his son. Already? Yeah, okay, I heard about it, but it looks really good. It looks like a it's PG, so it's family, and it looks like a maybe in the vein of like little uh, little giant yeah, from back in the like day. You know, interesting. I need to. So watch it looks that. like it, it looks like it'll be Sean fun. Payton, no longer with the no longer. With yeah, the, and uh, Kevin James is an interesting pick yeah. to play Sean Payton, but I love uh, it. But yeah, I mean he's he's great. He would be great in Did our movie. He... <laughs> like transform his body to be Sean Payton? No, no, he no. didn't. That's why I thought it was an interesting pick. <laughs> uh, and, and, but it, it, he would be great in our movie. So as we continue to work on that and yeah. get the scripts out, we'll yeah, reach out. if you guys out. wouldn't mind, if you just have any major Hollywood producers as, yeah. you know, as you're listening or today, minor, or, yeah, or just anyone that has a camcorder, <laughs> um, if you want to just uh, a camcorder. Yeah, because that that's the classic. thing. That's like, that's the thing. You put the tape in it. <clears> yeah, we really want to... Our focus is the. This is going to be based in the '90s, <laughs> so uh, it'll be Kevin James in the '90s, and uh, okay. and he'll be playing the Nintendo. Okay, uh, I, lo- I like instead it. of a, a more up to date video game. Okay, 
All right. Kevin Hart would be another good one in that. Absolutely. Uh, so who would play the president? I just don't know. In that movie. It would be great. What if, what if like, what if, like, you had, what if, what if Kevin James was already on the bench? Okay. Okay. But then, then Kevin Hart mm. was appointed. Either. And they have this, good. like, fun, and, and, oh, it's like they have, like, a fun, playful friendship. Yeah. Yet they have this, like, very different backgrounds. And, and yet, maybe, maybe Kevin James's character was very reserved. Yeah. Okay, so let's do it this direction. He's very reserved. Okay. But he has this, like, inner child within him. Yeah. And then Kevin Hart comes on, and while they have these political differences, they come together, and before you knew it, know it, they're like, what was the, like, what was the movie about the old men that would all fish together and stuff? Uh, I don't know. Oh, man. Grumpy old Grumpy, grumpy old men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would That's be like that. Or another, another direction we okay. could take this okay. is... When the person is appointed, whether it's Kevin James or Kevin Hart, okay, uh, when they meet with the other justices, they go in thinking all these people are like Yale-educated, amazing minds, right? And when they get in the room for the meeting, they're like not that at all. It's like Animal House. They're very like yeah. We, yeah, if you wanted to go the rated R version, you could take it yeah, there. Or, or you could just go goofy. into, like, they're goofy and they're not who you think they are. And then and then what, what this new like person does is he he lets them be who they really are oh. in front of people. That's the end. I like this a they lot They become better. who they really are behind the scenes, so they're not as reserved. They cut up. They, they become well-loved, even though they have differences. With the the American public, right? The American public can't help but love them because they're like a a, a, a unit, and they they are just fun, unreal, and they put a hockey team together. Yes, that upsets the yes. Russians. And Michael <laughs> Douglas is the president of the United States. Well, what about man that? Me, we've done a good thing here. I today. think so. I would, oh, to be completely honest, I think Tim Allen. I would want to be the president. And he'd be the one appointing. Okay. Okay. And and he plays Tim like he's actual Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> Tim he Taylor. became the president. Tim Taylor. Yes. So Tim Taylor uh, uh, became uh, 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 uh. the president and, and And here's the crazy thing. This is gonna blow your mind. Okay. Guess who's the vice president? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. No. Oh. The, Al No. No. <laughs> the, the the neighbor Oh, that Wilson. We can, uh, Wilson. Yeah. And here's the crazy thing. Wilson's out in public, but he always has something yes. covering his face. You yes. only see his eyes. Which is good because in real life he's passed away. Oh. So he couldn't play. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't play the part. Darn. Man. We're going to replace his eyes with somebody else's eyes. You know what I'm afraid is somebody's going to listen to this and steal all of our ideas. Yeah. That would be, I would watch it. I would pay money to watch Some weeks are more of a gift to our listeners than others. This is probably not one of them. Yeah. We had had one strong segment where we talked about some good stuff. You learned about meatloaf. Yep. I mean, we talked about it all. But we really focused probably too heavily on a movie that we're never making. But should make. But should make, for sure. Hey, we'll be back next week. God bless you. Shout if we can do anything for you.